Hello there, lovely ladies and gentlemen. Well, I don't know. Some of you are lovelier than others, but, you know, we'll let you guys off. Round for another 6 out of 10 podcasterino. And I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys don't mind us being a teensy bit late this week, but unfortunately we don't have the illustrious and the wonderful Tiny Pixels with us this week. Words. Words are difficult. Uh, so I should probably introduce you to some wonderful, wonderful guests. So, without further ado, let me bring them into your eyeballs, first and foremost. Here they are. Aren't they shiny and wonderful? Now, we've got, this week, <laughs> two... Two slightly excitable people, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so, uh, who should we start with first, though? This is the top question for the week. Um, let's go... Yep, yep, okay. Anyone other than you, Chris? Got it, got it. Right, so first and foremost, we've got the wonderful Furious Faye, the artist formerly known as Fadian Jun. If you would like to introduce yourself, good sir, and let us know exactly what you're all about, that'd be grand. Uh, my name's Faye. My friends call me Tight Squeeze. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I stream Monday through Friday. I play, like, if, if I know that uh, Squall is not going to like a game, I play it. So it's pretty much it. <laughs> That's all I got. That's my whole intro. I'll be honest though, like that's a that's a fairly tenuous uh setup for a stream, like things that I just yeah. I mean you try, right? You try. Uh and then along with us as well this week, we have the wonderful Agonize Hello Brackets um, D. because uh, it's, it's appropriate only in some situations, right? Uh, but yes, introduce yourself and let us know what you're all about. Um, I'm Agonize, I'm a variety caster, I'm British, apparently people dig British people. Um... I'll, I'll phase in on that straight away. <laughs> yes, fucking British! Yeah, females! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before Squall took us off mute, me and Faye were talking about dick cheese. Oh, oh good, that's, that's nice to know. Yeah. That's nice to know. Because there's like this this veil of silence. <laughs> but there's like this veil of silence that kind of falls over the guests before the start of the show where I can't hear what they're saying. They can hear what I'm saying, but they, I, I can't hear a thing that they're saying. So they could be <laughs> saying absolutely anything, and I, I just basically presume that it's something awful and or disgraceful. Uh, was I wrong? No? Didn't think so. No, like I said, <clears throat> we were literally just talking about dick cheese. I, I, I hope you got that matter settled question mark that's pretty much my go-to to be honest uh right so <laughs> to give you guys an idea of what we're about here why we kind of pop up every single week and start rabbiting in your ear uh the reason that we're here is a podcast unsurprisingly enough and we talk through the game's news for the week uh, we talk about some of the kind of more in-depth discussions that you can have around streaming and gaming and the general history. Yeah, we'll go with that. History. Or industry at large. And we try to give you a slightly more interesting take on it than, well, not having a podcast. Because, to be honest, there's not many things worse. Um, <laughs> so, first thing we're going to talk about this week. Well, I say talk. Uh, what I mean is scream uh, at high volumes because 
I'm waiting for this so bad. I'm not even kidding. As soon as I saw the cheat sheet, I saw the top bit, and I was like, Squall is basically just gonna scream I mean... for 15 minutes as his talking part. I mean, let me just copy-paste the title in its entirety. This is literally how it's written in our schedule. Uh, it's just four rows of the letter Y. Uh, so this story is... Final Fantasy XV is going to have a gratuitous Assassin's Creed tie-in. Where they basically just go, Here is another vaguely successful franchise. Let's fucking jam it in there as hard as we can! And that's basically the entire premise. Uh... <laughs> They've literally just gone, right, so what can we do? We can give them a new hoodie that to traipse around in and literally yeah. implant a bunch of mechanics from another universe. Like, literally, this is not the same planet, this is not the same universe. It's literally historical Earth jammed into another game because why the fuck not? As uh, if Assassin's and... Creed wasn't, like, dead enough. Well, I mean... Still makes money. It does still make money. I mean, you know, Origins doesn't. I'm excited doesn't look about terrible. It, but it's the only one I've been excited about in a long time. But then they took the extra year off to develop it as well. So maybe there's something to be said for Origins. I don't know. But maybe. But I don't pricking know, about. Kind of like they're flogging a dead horse at this point. Yeah. Like. I I used to when I was a, when I was a kid and Assassin's Creed first came out. That was the game I used to love. I used to sit downstairs with the PlayStation and play it. Uh, you know, obviously my mum would be in the living room, but that was my childhood game. And it got to three, and I was like, "Gee, I'm bored." Mm. <laughs> and I just stopped playing it. And I, I literally, my mum bought me black, uh, number three, um, and a brand new PlayStation three. And Assassin's Creed 3 is literally still in the plastic wrapping. <laughs> to be fair though, 3 is kind of universally considered the worst out of the whole lot just because Connor, the main character from that, is just the most uninteresting. You know what? He's got a lot in common with Noctis from Final Fantasy 15. He's just like <laughs> the most uninteresting, unhappy person that you could possibly imagine jammed into a hoodie. Like, it's just the work. So, uh, I just I can't. think they're just literally. Assassin's Creed is going to be everywhere. They're going to have mods for Assassin's Creed. They're going to put, like, oh, look, you can have a hoodie that looks just like an Assassin's Creed, like they've done with Final Fantasy. Hey, look, look, look. If he does this, he's got, a he's got a knife yes! as well. <laughs> look! He's going to be wandering around going, look, look, look. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah. Into, like, loads of different games you can just tell in the next couple of years they're gonna have like added dlcs costumes and it's not surprising that resident evil hasn't got like an assassin's creed because <laughs> they they are a sucker for friggin costumes and everything for characters yeah I, assassin's creed's actually been slapped into a few games though. there was some fighting game that Ezio was thrown in i want to say it was like a soul caliber game uh, I think uh, they jammed it. Was, it, here, it was Soul Calibur, I think. I remember playing. Pretty sure it was I'm... one of the Soul Calibers. Yeah, because it wasn't something like Mortal Kombat. No, they just threw Freddy and Jason into that one and the yeah. Alien and Predator into that one. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so, like, oh, Soul Calibur 5 is the game of the main phrase out there. Yeah. I am going to take your word as gospel and say it's definitely Soul Calibur 5. Uh... <laughs> Evil Resident Evil. I'm not trying to, Fox. I'm not, but you know it's going to happen. 
And there you go. I, I uh, can't control. I can't control EA. I hope. <laughs> I hope they do a. a I, Evil. I hope they do a Resident Evil uh, Assassin's Creed game. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> you can just, put just... Lipstick, but it doesn't make it pretty. You know. Mm. Assassin's Creed. We're just inundated with the same game over and over and over and over and over again. So, but the new one's got pyramids and a bird that you can lob into the air, and it goes. There's a lad over there. Finally, has new features, but let's see how long it takes before you do that new feature ten times, and you're just sick of it. It's like, okay, mm. I did it ten the times. Is, the plot lines become very, very, very um, like you can tell what is coming. In yeah. any Assassin's Creed game, you're like, right, that person's instantly gonna die, or that person is literally gonna get his his throat slit. Oh look! <laughs> Half an hour later, that guy died, and that guy got his throat slit. Called mm, it! Imagine that! <laughs> and and tailing quests. <laughs> tailing quests are the bane of my existence in Assassin's Creed games. I just, like, fart about along the top of this house for, like, a fortnight, chasing after this dude. You get to the end, the dude goes, Oh, I've turned up for this meeting, and then it's like going to assassinate him anyway. No, let me assassinate him in the half a block back. <laughs> I've been chasing this man for miles. But in further Final Fantasy 15 news, though, like this, this is this is merely the cherry on top of the plethora of shits that came out of Gamescom. <laughs> so, also they they're bringing out the whole fucking game on mobile with chibis instead. What? Yep. They're, what they're Final Fantasy? Yeah, Final Fantasy 15, they're bringing out the whole fucking game okay. with little, really badly drawn chibi characters instead of the normal ones. And that's literally it. That, and, and it's the whole game on mobile. They basically might just go back to the originals because they all look like tiny little sprite type yeah. things. But the, these will look worse than the originals, even though they're they're like higher res or whatever. They're shite. Um, it's just a reskin, it's fine, guys. It was horrible. It, like, it looks horrible. You, so you've got that. On PC, the pre PC release of this game... Have, have, have a guess. Have a guess of the install size of the PC. Keep in mind, like, GTA Five, I think, was about 70 gig. Something like that. So how, how large an install size do you think it's going to be for PC? Five is, that, is this the, the add-on DLC for Final Fantasy or this, Final Fantasy the whole Final, game? Final Fantasy Fifteen, and it's like... I think it's a complete edition... Uh, if I if I remember, like a definitive edition or whatever they want to call it. I mean, I've never played a Final Fantasy, but I'm gonna guess something along the lines of forty or fifty. Sixty-nine, dude. Sixty-nine. hundred and seventy gigabytes. What? <laughs> <laughs> the GTA's like seventies. Whoa, Keenan, what do they do that takes that much? I have no idea, but like they sell hard drives smaller than that still. Sounds sounds yeah. like it's. Highly automated. They've really worked out the kinks. It's only 170 gigs. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because uh, everybody's got 170 gigs lying around on the D drive. Right. Like, the, what, the, if, what, if, what if your internet's really slow, right? You, you barely get like, worth it. You're leaving that PC on for the week for that to download yeah. if your internet is low. That suck. Um, and, and the director said to that that it's regretful. <laughs> <laughs> it's regretful. You can tell us about gig. your game, it's regretful. <laughs> um, also, the, another another wonderful thing the game director said. He, str <laughs> he strongly believes 
that people won't make nude mods for Final Fantasy XV on PC. Uh, they make <laughs> nude mods for Sims. In his they heart of hearts. They're gonna do it for any frigging game that's out there. <laughs> How wrong? Sorry. How wrong can you get one game? How wrong? <laughs> you know if it's not a character model, it's going full nude. Somebody is going to do a full nude mod. Doesn't matter what it is, whether they like it. It's Assassin's Creed, Final Fantasy, The Sims. Hell, they'll probably even get one for Fortnite. Fucking Hello Kitty Adventures, I'm sure, probably has <laughs> a nude mod. Have yeah. a hotel. Penguin, that penguin game. They probably got nude mods too. I think I could get into that, though. Yeah. Hello. Uh, is that your fetish, Faye? No, I wouldn't say so much as a fetish is a lifestyle. It's like a, just a lifestyle choice. <laughs> the sort of thing you'd write about on Live Journal, like that's uh, yeah, that too. It's not, it's not really hentai if it if, if it's real to you. If it's more, <laughs> more real than, than your normal day to day. It's not really porn, okay? It's just <laughs> not if you're enjoying it for the artistic. Element. I think you found that's erotica. Floating uh, bios on the UI that they made with the porn. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, you've reached my state of eternal existence. It's fine. Um, just flying around. Hentai. Nude mods. Yeah, I know. you know. I'm just not knowing what I'm talking about. I just open my mouth sometimes and get surprised at what falls out. Um, <laughs> yeah. That being said, like one of the top mods, uh, well, not top mods, but I think it had like three hundred and fifty thousand downloads for Fallout Four. Was not a nude mod for Fallout Four. Oh, it shit. was a mod specifically designed to correct the look of vaginas in Fallout Four, <laughs> so they're more outy than inny. What? Three hundred and fifty thousand people what? have downloaded this. I am so sorry, but I'm literally googling this right now on your PC. Yeah. Uh, it was a CBBE one. I remember when I was looking through because I like adding weird mods to Fallout Four, so I was googling through, and um, that was like I want to say it was in the top fifty or so mods that had been downloaded at that point in time. Well, that makes sense though, because I think oh, if I can. Okay. Hello. Google I images. And Ed's PC's full of porn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the fact that our first our first <laughs> subject this week has resulted in some form of malware being installed on one of the guest PCs. Oh, and that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, in, in summary, Final Fantasy fifteen. I couldn't focus after I noticed your wide set vagina. It's just so <laughs> adequate and real. It looks. It, it just broke my immersion playing through Final Fantasy uh, through Fallout Four. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Fallout Four vagina mod in VR is gonna be. Get the old minor helmet on. Go spelunking. She's crashing down. Like you walk in, your friends in the VR. Just like, what are you doing? I'm just checking out a vagina. All right, the detail just... on this is fantastic. Uh, I'd be like, hey, Lana, you gotta see this. <laughs> the kids, the cat. Look at this. I'm just, I'm just doing a very close search for loot. Leave me alone. Look at this um, guy. <laughs> you can almost. Anyway, moving. Moving back from vaginas, 
to cunts instead. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen. I just think that like it, it's literally just a, a pile of continual crap in the hopes of trying to drag people into the game in some way, shape, or form. Because I think they're really painfully aware of the fact that it's just not. It's not the game that they set out to make ten years ago or whenever the fuck they started making it. Um, no, they've lost. They've lost their original. Like, I would love to get into Final Fantasy. I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life. I've watched gameplay of it, and I've watched obviously people stream it. But it's not because there's so many games. I feel like I would get very lost because I've been told like. Sometimes the plot lines change, you can play the game solo on their own, but I thought the whole point of a game franchise was to like have one main thick central like storyline, one central plot, but apparently uh, no, that's... not through all of the games. Like each game itself, as long as it's not like a sequel, like a ten and ten two sort of thing. Yeah. Um, they're all separate g- games, not necessarily even in the same universe, the same world, same anything. But like you know, they're, they're supposed to be driven forward by their own plot and their own development and the fact that the characters have got strength and, and you know, that the, the strength of character, rather, and, like, you know, they, they build and they come to their realisations throughout the game and whatever else. Yeah. But, like, not just being thrown an assassin's tour and being told, hey, fuck it, why not? You've already completed the game twice now. You can just go and slaughter them, but with a backstab but instead. Not- it's not gonna, in all seriousness, as much as I used to love Assassin's Creed, it's not gonna pull me, personally, into wanting to play Final Fantasy. I mean, doesn't matter what Final Fantasy throw into it, it's the actual game itself that's gonna make me interested. Not the add-ons that they're gonna throw in, like the Assassin's Creed. Who knows what they'll throw in? They might throw in, like, a Soul Calibur reference, or, like, a Mortal Kombat reference or something, but that's not gonna draw me in as a person. It's the game itself. Which I think they're just kind of failing on at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, I, I've tried to play Final Fantasy like seven or eight times. I've never, I've never been able to stick to it for more than two hours. But let's be like, every game I play, I can only stick to for two hours. So I mean, there's, there's that. You know? Yeah, I feel like RPGs are perhaps not made not for me. your attention yeah. span. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Adderall or oh look a birdie! I'd have to get into some hardcore drugs, I think. Yeah, just just stop just stop railing at Adderall every hour or so, and you'll be fine. Spill a little bit. <laughs> It'd be fine. <laughs> Scream! I'm doing this for my family. For the dollars <laughs> an hour I make streaming. I have to stream Final Fantasy. I'm just railing coke. Yeah, well, because as well we know all Twitch people are billionaires. <laughs> Um, That's where it's headed. <laughs> That's right. Right. So I think I think we've, well, I've screeched enough about Final Fantasy 15. I heard now. no screeching, so we need at least one. <laughs> there we go. Good. Now I'm happy. Um, I, like I felt I felt good. I felt good. I feel a little more zen now. So perhaps we can move on with some yeah. vestments of grace. Uh, so. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, we have a double, a cheeky double of Overwatch tidbits, uh, because Overwatch has done some interesting bits, as well as uh, launching the new short, which is currently playing for your eyeballs now. 
Um, the first point that we come to is Blizzard have apologised to the entirety of Australia <laughs> <laughs> because their new Junkertown map has the term takeout on it instead of takeaway. Um, and they decided to apologise to the entirety of Australia for incorrectly using the term takeout. I actually can't believe that this is a story. I can't believe that actually this is a thing. When I first read the article, um, I was just kind of sat there and I was like, this is some heavy trolling. Seriously, please tell me this is not real. And I, I kind of read it more and I was literally like, no, no, this, this is real. This is literally the gaming industry. One person gets upset over a tiny little bit of wording that you're going to pass by 17,000 times and not even realize is in the game. And the whole industry is like, I am so sorry, please forgive me. <laughs> if all you care about is one tiny word in a game, like most things in life, your priorities are really messed up. <laughs> No, I, I like where he talks about the coffee too, doesn't he? He's oh, like, yeah, he's oh, the coffee, like, but in our video game, isn't the same size as a Man. coffee would be in Australia. It's not real. I'm just saying. It, it's, it's ruined like, my immersion, all right? Like, I, I couldn't believe that I was truly in Junkertown for the entire time because of those flaws. <laughs> I mean, setting and design of of like maps and things it's all well and good but you don't care about that you don't literally for the whole however long overwatch games are personally i played three matches 30 minutes worth of overwatch and i refunded it didn't like it um but i spent more time trying to focus on who the hell i'm shooting than what oh look that french window is perfectly molded I don't <laughs> I spent all my time in games looking at French windows, I'll have you know, and I'll, it's very important to me. But I'm pretty sure if you ask any of the top players who play like Overwatch professionally, do you know what like half the signs on the windows and the walls say in Overwatch? They'll say, no, I just like killing Mercy Mate. <laughs> there you go, there's your answer. I'm going to ask Valkyr, because I'm on pretty good terms with Valkyr. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him and find out whether he knows I'm going to quiz him actually I'm going to quiz him on signposts of Overwatch and see how he scores and if he doesn't score very well I'm going to take away his diamond rank that's my pledge <laughs> that's your personal pledge mm -hmm. back to I just the... like what they are doing with Overwatch though it does kind of make me want to go back to it and try it a second time but there's also a lot of things that put me off I'm I prefer, I know obviously it's two very different games, but the whole um, like combat uh, team version, I love Team Fortress 2. I'm a, I absolutely adore Team Fortress 2. Everyone could probably give me so much smack for that because they're like, yeah, they ruined Team Fortress 2. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. It's still an original to me. It was still there. Overwatch, I felt, was kind of like taking that and just making it more fun for kids. More Blizzard? Yes. More shiny. Well, yeah, it bl it blizzard blizzard did 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 Team Fortress Two. Blizzard did did did. Did the nemesises drive Lexuses? <laughs> um, I like that Jeff Kaplan starts his apology by saying, "I'd like to offer a direct apology 
to the entire country of Australia. <laughs> Imagine Not you're the game director of a video game, and you get a call from your PR department, and they're like, hey, listen, you need to apologize to the entire country of Australia. <laughs> Mr. Kaplan, I've got Australia on line one. <laughs> I think that could be really funny in a stream whenever I say something stupid. I could just apologize <laughs> to the entire country of Australia, all of my viewers, and anyone for tuning in for even two minutes to put up with that shit. But I, I demand you start doing I'd this. I'd like to apologize to an entire country. Yeah, just pick, literally have a globe near you and <laughs> just, just give it a spin every time. <laughs> Just, just spin um, today is Mexico. Mexico, I am so very, 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 very sorry. Specifically Guadalajara, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin, I know there's a Kevin that lives there. Fuck you, everybody else, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's just the most bizarre article I've ever read. Not ever. It's up But I like it's it. I, I think it's brilliant. It's I saved it to my, uh, what's it called? The little bar on the top of your search bar. Oh, your bookmarks? Yeah, it's a bookmark. That's there forever. I went over the iPad. Because if, if I'm ever having a rough day or depression's <laughs> back for a day or two, I'm just going to read this article and be like, well, at least I'm not apologizing to a country. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to be a, a political figure that's high enough up in office to have to apologize to a country. That... Or you have to make a video game. Yeah, a video game that cannot tell the difference between takeout and takeaway. Well, for me, I'm ex-military, <laughs> so like the fact that he's just apolog like the whole time I was reading it, I was just cringing and thinking, like, what the fuck are you apologizing for? <laughs> I mean, I think it's it was a little tongue-in-cheek, just a tad. I have a feeling. I, I understand what they're doing. It's it's gonna make it so they make more money. Well, so. to be honest, right? Is that not enough news? And is that not enough? dumbness and weirdness for us that's, that's to be talking about it right now it makes me want to play overwatch and i've never played it so <laughs> so you can right, see the offending sign Australia. yeah that's that's a selling point for me just because it's so bizarre <laughs> like, huh. now part two of our overwatch discussion though and this is mental so i know you guys don't really play overwatch i don't play it hugely but like you may be able to appreciate this just on a, a general gaming level so, Mercy, which is a healer, like, she is strict, has up to this point more or less been strictly healer and buff. And that's all, all she did, just floating about doing this stuff. And they've overhauled her, so in the, in the test environment for Overwatch now, they've overhauled her, so uh, she, for her ultimate ability, she previously was able to res every single person on her side uh, that were dead at that point in time. They've done away with that, changed that into a single-person resurrection that she can use as a skill, and given a mental bitch mode uh, called Valkyrie, <laughs> where she just, uh, for 20 seconds, can take off into the air, fly around as much as she wants, and melt people. Like, her fire rate, her fire, fire damage, her everything is just buffed incredibly. There's this player of the game where she wipes the entire team in about 7 seconds. Yeah, I saw the video to that. I'm like, okay. That's so, a... basically, you've completely overhauled the character and made it a untouchable tank. Yep. Like, no, she's now stronger playing, than the best like, DPS. That, like, takes games, like, League. Mechanics. That's like a Battlefield mechanic and throwing it into Overwatch, saying, oh, there's a fucking tank that just blew up the whole house with <laughs> all eight of you in it. Hope you were having fun being tactical. It was of no use. Yeah. <laughs> 
your tactics are nothing for the next 20 seconds. Your tactics are done. Everyone's going to die twice. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what the respawn time is, but I swear she could pop off a couple kills on each person if it's not super long. Well, I'll say, she's, she gets 20 seconds when she's popped it to float around and just deal death. And then she needs to rebuild her meter, which she'll do by healing people and buffing people uh, whatever else. So she can literally... You know, heal people f from behind in the shadows and hiding around corners and whatever else. And then when she's got her ultimate ready, just come out like, <laughs> fuck you! And everyone's dead. <laughs> it's huh. gonna need a lot of tweaking, I think. Watching, there is a, a video attached to the article uh, where obviously, like you said, they just take the team out. Even the, the tank! The team in seven seconds. The tank They're took three shots! Yeah. It, was, it was a roadhog, and he took three shots, and he yeah. was done. But like most games, like take League for Legends of example, that game's been out ages, and that is forever, ever. Heroes are forever getting like buffed and debuffed all mm -hmm. the time in that game. There will never be a balance because it's not about the actual um, like hero itself; it's the person playing it. I think it's a lot. It's kind of half down to skill, half down to the actual hero itself. Or I don't know if you call them heroes in Overwatch. Uh, yeah, I think now. Yeah. So it's kind of half and half. So it doesn't matter how much tweaking you to do in the right. And you you could have like the worst debuffed character and put him in the hands of a, a, a very very skilled player. Still a death machine. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind it's of like okay, what do we do with that then? Debuff it more. Still gonna find somebody who kicks ass with that character. Yeah, but like it's to the point where like I noticed in the testing area. And it's not for release yet, and they may still tweak this before it goes out and test it a bit more and whatever else. But someone, after smoking the biggest bowl of crystal meth in their office, <laughs> went, Well, then, this seems fine, and pushed it's it. It's a hell of a drug. Like, they, they, I, I mean, like, they, they, they genuinely must have. Like, there is, no, there is no way on this earth that that doesn't win a game every time. Yeah. Like, it just does. <laughs> Waiting for somebody to like buff up Doomfest or something. Yeah, let's just make him just so like his his attack is just forever killing people. Yeah, why not? Why not just make everyone oh. immortal and be done yeah. with it? <laughs> just make matches days, weeks long. You just hop in and hop out whenever you feel like it. Swap out some team members. You sleep for twelve hours. You play for twelve hours. Yeah. And you keep seeing that over and over and over until one team's like, I'm tired, man. Yeah, that's it. It's just, it's just about when you fall asleep and snuggle. Whoever snuggles first loses. The yeah. only way you win is if the opposing player DCs or they just finally... Literally, else. just not playing the game, just off to one side DDoSing in yeah. the hopes that you win. <laughs> yeah. You have to hire some Russian hackers to get after it. <laughs> How quickly can you send Bitcoin across? <laughs> you think that paying for few bots was bad? just wait? It's gonna be expensive. Multi-million dollar World Series. It's like that. It's funny to me. You thought paying few bots was bad. Everybody in the chat's like, "Yeah, it's pretty expensive, right?" Because we all do it. Few bots are so cheap, though. Like they're dirt cheap. Are they? I wouldn't know. You could totally anyway. Um, <laughs> Moving on. I looked into it once because I was I like, "Well, if you can't beat him, join him for two dollars." Apparently, holy um, shit! But yeah, it's, 
ridiculous. But, so I thought that was worth flagging up because that's like batshit moment of the week for me. I just I can't even begin to encompass as someone that's played it casually for maybe a combination of ten to fifteen hours total, something like that. I can't even encompass coming up against that and having anything to really do against it. Uh, because by the time you go, oh shit, there's a mercy up there, you've already been melted. Like, there, yeah. there's not even time to take a shot at her. Like, it, it, it's madness. What I'm waiting um, for is mercy versus mercy, and they both have Valkyrie mode on. Yeah, that's it, just whizzing around <laughs> like a what mad What will happen then? <laughs> World War so, Well, I mean, who knows? Uh, so, next up on the agenda is a bit of an interesting one. Um, so, they're bringing out a new movie of It, as written by Stephen King. I'm so excited for that. Which, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, I always get a bit worried about remakes, but like it's it looks it. okay. I love the original. I love the original It. I actually love t- um, Tim Curry is an amazing actor. Uh, I, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned on that front, but uh, well, time, time shall tell, I suppose, more than anything. <laughs> but very, very interestingly, they've brought out this weird little eight-bit tying game, and it's a little boat. It's cool. I, I, I kind of like it. You play as the little paper boat. Uh, it's like going along through the sewer and dodge little obstacles and stuff. And it's just this little eight-bit weird game. It actually looks kind of cute. I'm playing it it right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I just think it's. Wait, can you actually play it right now? Yeah, it's it's literally linked on that article. Oh man! Can you play on iPad? Sorry, uh, I should be doing a podcast. Somewhere. Yeah, I know. Like, fuck you. Well, I'm, sh- I'm just gonna sit here and wait until you guys are done. This game, you guys let me know. This is pretty good, but it's, it's an interesting one because I, I I wouldn't say that the movie lends itself necessarily to having a tie-in game, and yeah. it's just a free little thing. It just feels like someone just had a little project off to the side in the office and just went. Ah, bored on my lunch break. I'm just going to throw together this little game and you can bundle it up with a movie release, I guess. And it's it kind of cool. It loves freebies, though. It does, yeah. actually, you know, in all seriousness, uh, like going back to Final Fantasy, tossing Assassin's Creed into Final Fantasy does not make me want to go and play the game. Tossing in a freebie little 8-bit game makes me want to go and watch the movie more. But what if they tied in Assassin's Creed to this little 8-bit game? I made the paper boat an assassin. I think it's missing some serious uh, redundancy. Oh wait, it is pretty redundant. The game's pretty fun. <laughs> I think it's I'd so get sick of it. On the iPod. I'd, I'd probably get bored with it after like 10 minutes, but it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. It's cute. It's just cool. a cute little I addition. Needs, I think it needs a vagina mod. <laughs> <laughs> just like... You, more, you, you, you want your boat to be any, not outy. Silver. I'm just saying. That's it. That's fun, actually. They do it's a just, 40, 48 hour marathon of that stream. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey, I'm on that. Sub donations to change the hue of your boat. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a vagina. Oh, cool. It looks so. <laughs> yeah. Allow me is to send my bits. In a sewer collecting balloons. You bet it is. You want to get <laughs> out of it? Yeah. 
Put that shit on front page. Brilliant. Touch these greasy keys. It's just the arrow. <laughs> it's just use your dirty fingers and get in the vagina. Nope. <laughs> that went somewhere. I'm sorry. It did. It, it, uh, I south, don't I apologize to the entire country of Australia. <laughs> and it's only fair that you do so. Australia is easily offended by vagina like Offended by vaginas. I guess. That's my official statement as Senchudo. As uh, <laughs> <laughs> the CEO of Senchudo. I'll keep issues. it <laughs> Issues. My, yeah, so my official statement is of Australia. Literally all of Australia hate the drugs. <laughs> That's gonna be your next tweet, is literally if anything gets if someone gets offended over something, just be like, dude, I'm so sorry to the country of Australia for how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to apologize to the country on Australia on behalf of having to deal with you. Like that would be <laughs> This is the new slapdown. It's going to be the new sort of like rotisserie Twitter trend. Because at the minute yeah. they've got that crazy. What is it they've got at the minute meme wise on Twitter? I've been seeing a lot of the, the chick walking past and the guy yeah. checking out the chick when there's other chicks kind of staring at them. I've seen a lot of that floating around. I'm just kind of like. Some of these are really cringy. Some of these are actually really good. So is it is it, is it going to be Kaplan? With Mercy looking at him whilst Australia walks past, is that? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that going to be the new setup? Oh, somebody needs to make that. Somebody with Photoshop skills other than me, go make that. This is, this is my problem. I've got all of these ideas, but no skill in which to <laughs> actually create them. You'd be like Chris. I've got an amazing idea for a meme. What? Talk to me. I need this, this, and this. Fantastic. Give me five minutes. You need to be like my ghostwriter graphic designer. That's that's basically how this needs to roll. Well, I just I just tweeted out to. <laughs> I would like to apologize to the country of Australia. Yeah, I tweeted uh, <laughs> since since agonized and Australia like <laughs> Australia, so they're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you had to be there, kid. You had to be there. Yeah. I'm sure Australia will appreciate the sentiment at the very least, even if yeah. they don't know what it's for. <laughs> but anyway, eight-bit tie-in games, interesting idea. Yeah, I like it. Well, I like it. People see it, apologize to Australia. Why are you apologizing to Australia, man? I'll just look. Pick a reason. Just pick pick a reason of your own and decide it's that. It, you may as well. Yeah, just doesn't matter. Pick anything. Well. My mom yelled at me the other day. Apologize to Australia. <laughs> Go to your room and apologize to Australia. be <laughs> sorry. I died. Blame Australia and then apologize to it. Well, to be fair, you could blame the lag on Australia because the internet's renownedly shite. So you've got that right. So next up. Um, we have got less than a fortnight to wait for some more Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next week, uh, they're going to release a bunch of extra content into Fortnite. Um, it's interesting to see um, how the game's progressing because 
it's obviously still an early access game at this stage. Um, but they're slowly but surely you know, plugging more content into it, plugging more balance into it. They're adding loads of new weapons and uh, traps and a new mode and a bunch of extra stuff in there. Have you guys gotten around to playing Fortnite yet? I friggin' love Fortnite. No, I'm not actually going to lie. I haven't played anything recently because uh, I've been quite into uh, Dauntless. It's just come out. Um, but before that, I played Fortnite a lot. Um, I actually really like it. I don't know why it's... I, I, well, no, I can understand why people give it a little bit of stickler. <clears throat> but I don't think those people have played it with the right group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's one of those games where you can play on your own and it's fun. If you play with friends, it's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah it's a game that gets real boring real fast if you're trying to solo it, in my opinion. That was my experience. But I ended up playing it for a longer period of time. Like, after I hit, like, 40 hours, the game started to get more fun. Felt like it was too easy <laughs> at first. That's why mm-hmm. I was playing solo. And it was... The leveling up was so slow. Like grinding solo was so slow. Yeah. But this, uh, the expansion stuff, like the new stuff coming, looks pretty good. Just kind of reminds me of Call of Duty meets Fortnite. <laughs> I'm gonna, look, I'm excited for like the new, the new well. Yeah, it looks pretty good. But I, I'm pretty lazy. I only got like to power level 16 or something so far. I don't know. I don't know how many hours you guys put into it. Uh, I think I've 20. Yeah. I love the piñatas, okay? I'm just going to hold yeah. my hands up and just be like, the piñatas are my little guilty pleasure in that game. I'll quite happily sit and beat the crap out of it. And the commentary, the little one-liners that they've got, yeah. uh, well, it's so well written as well. It's so gratifying when you hit the piñata and it turns silver. Yeah, and, and then, then you, you get the gold. And it turns gold. gold. Yeah, that's like... You're like, hello, daddy. In my old age, that's better than sex. I mean, <laughs> my wife would agree. Oh, that's so nice. It's good. I like it. Yeah, it's really fun. Like I guess said, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to actually bring in Fortnite, but it has a lot of potential. I mean, at the minute now, as base game, it's pretty set, but the fact that they're still adding bits to it, like... With the new level that's coming out, the new heroes, the new defenders, weapons. There's so much potential for it to, you know, expand more, which I'm quite excited to see. I'm quite excited mm. to watch the progress of this little baby growing up into adulthood. And the fact it's going free to play is quite good as well, because not a lot of games like this in this sort of game industry era that we're on at the minute would do that. Right. There's a lot of games at the moment that just go. Let's have a Kickstarter, and then you'll be waiting for the game for three years. And it's like, oh yeah, we'll bring you something summer 2017. Gets to summer, summer 2017, they're like, oh yeah, we kind of blew all the money, and we kind of don't have anything. Alright guys, you'll the game's going to get released. Fine. Time to run it through Indiegogo instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I would say is, I think... The, the main thing that needs the most attention to it, like, while it's great to get, like, the extra content coming through, the weapons, the traps, the maps, the the the, the different modes and, and whatever else, um, I think one thing they really need to focus on most is ensuring 
the the plateau that you kind of get to after a while isn't as punishing as it feels yeah so you get to a point where all of the early game stuff has kind of you know petered out with all of the free packs or the free piñatas that you get and whatever else and it starts to slow down and what have you and and it's slower and slower and you're getting less and less new stuff and less and less ability to start unlocking more stuff and it feels quite it feels quite rough at the moment with that and i think they can ease yeah. it a little I agree, 100%. They do kind of have that... Well, when I played, um, and I know from uh, people who I played with, they throw pretty much everything at you in the start and just go, here you go, no tutorial. We'll give you a tutorial about how to shoot a gun, but not how to use all this stuff. And you're like, whoa, what's that? What what does that do? And you've got nothing. I think, like you said, Squall, they need to... So, sort of like add it very slowly as you progress mm-hmm. and make them interesting so you're like oh i want to grind until level 60 because i want that yeah, instead that's of part of the problem actually everything it's like i am still using the same triple shot sniper that i've been using since more or less the start of the game yeah. because i unlocked yeah. a high rarity one and I've been using it ever since. I've just leveled yeah. it up a little bit as I've gone along. Can you one shot pretty much everything? Because mine. Uh, I'm now at the stage where it's two shot. The purple or purple or gold ones, and it's just one shot sniper. But it's not even like one shot reload. It's like I think it's got five shots in it. That's all mine. It's like one, two, three, four, five. K reload. One, two, three, four, five. Oh look, the horde's gone. I think it's a ton of fun. I think as long as they kind of address some of the concerns um, Squall was talking about, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. For uh, me. It's just for me. I'll keep playing it if that uh, happens. It's, it's a fun little idle game. Six to level up one little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's no AAA game, but... I've been into MMORPGs all that much because of the grinding. Mm-hmm. I like to grind with my homies and my boys uh, back in C-Town. And, and, and in, in the club. No, not even the club. I'm talking like bowling alleys. Like that's how. <laughs> just like it's the uh, age showing for you again, through again, Faye. Just get into a big man circle and just grind it out. But playing <laughs> the same. Use some like Barry White or something. Or was it Marv- Marvin Gaye? Let's get Bit it on. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Days. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's got a lot of potential, but I do think they need to, as I say, bring a little more variety for the further you get through the game. Because, yeah. as I say, I've been using the same piss and gun the whole time, and there's no real reason to change from that. And it kind of just makes well, it just helps the game grow stale. It's, it's a free-to-play game as it is, so the odds are it's going to become stale after time. But because that's just how they kind of set up, unless you throw bags and bags of money at it. But and which is kind of fair enough as a legitimate way of going about, it, I suppose. But um, they they need to kind of assuage that a little bit to give it some sort of real long term appeal. Yeah, I think that's the problem with a lot of games these days is it's very difficult to stand out and to grip uh, the viewership these days because. 
you know, as like with Fortnite, okay, it's its own game, but someone's always comparing it to this game had a baby with this game and created Fortnite. It's like it's the Dark Souls of epic games because yeah. every fucking game is the Dark Souls of something. Yeah, yeah, and I just it's that's how it is in the gaming industry these days, like. Yep. Dauntless at the minute, everyone's like, oh, it's just basically Monster Hunter with a rescreen. Well, go play the game. It's and not. It, I can understand where you're getting that, but it's not. This but is like, the, this... it's... Games are just... I think everything's kind of been done at this point. Yeah, that's, but... that's a tangent for me, because if I ever see a game that's just fucking weird, but it's gonna be new, like, new gameplay tactics... New skill checks, anything new, I'm all about it. Like I, I remember just falling in love with David Cage, uh, Quantic Dream, <laughs> all those games, just because they were mm -hmm. different. Because it was a little bit fucking different. And what's funny is he probably ripped somebody else off that didn't have as much money, so maybe it's not even his original. Yeah, but it was original to me. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's like stuff like Super Hot. Super Hot, I really enjoyed just because of how. It put a unique spin on stuff. It's a new type of gameplay, and I feel like it's risky in the just economic nowadays to come out with a game that doesn't have X, Y, and Z that you well, know is tested and true and going to make you money. Well, I mean, AAA doesn't do it really because they're worried about the profit margin. Yeah, because they they have no, so they much just in in the bring game. out a sequel to a big money spin-off that they've Assassin's already got and, rolling in and, money. Just like, what, what should we do? Should we do something new? No, fire that guy. Let's just do a spin-off on another Assassin's Creed. If there was anything that I wish would have kept going for money, as far as media goes, I would want it to be Home Alone. <laughs> I, I just want, like, a Home Alone 17, where Kevin's, like, 45 years old. And they leave <laughs> home, and he's just kind of a bum. He's like, you know, he's like, slaps his face. Dominic like, oh, are all oh, over the place. Big, I don't know. But that's I, could see, it. I could see that working. It's the, <laughs> and then the, yeah. the final movie could be him in like the retirement home, just screaming at yeah. the TV. Like <laughs> nothing's happening. I mean, they, He's having his meds come around. That's all it is. Two hours of that. <laughs> like I mean, it was story. So dark and bloody. Oh. Anyways, that's a tangent. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, no, I, Quite cool, because like I said, they they did it with Toy Story three. Like literally, all the memes on Twitter was like, "Get out of the way, little kids! I've been waiting empty years for this." <laughs> it's like we grew up with that stuff. Yeah, of course we're gonna be into it. That is, I mean, game developers, crack on, find a game that we grew up with in childhood, like the Crash Bandicoot remake. Yeah, oh, they like, got Jack and Daxter coming soon as well. Yeah, and the remake is fantastic. Oh no, oh, it's the Dark Souls of platformer games, oh, Chris, yeah. of course. <laughs> it's the Dark Souls no. of... You know, what? Wait, you play Crash Bandicoot? This looks like a game I used to play as a kid. What's it called? Oh yeah, Crash Bandicoot. No fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you meant Dark Souls. Oh yeah, Dark Souls. Dark Everything's <laughs> Dark Souls. Let me like, a sip of the Dark Souls of energy drink. Dark Souls ripper. What the... <laughs> I know, people are dumb. Again. People are dumb. Dark Souls can be related to everything, though. Agriculture, science. <laughs> is, is your marriage the Dark Souls of marriages? Yep. <laughs> it's doing something right. 
Dodge you roll. You feel like you are in a relationship with Manus. Get yourself a Gwyn. Maybe a Gwendolyn. That's great. Oh, dear me. Right, uh, okay. So let's move on. Let's move on, move on to um, Don't Nod. Uh, not specifically Life okay. is Strange, but the, there's nothing for the new game yet. But they have a new game in the works, partnering with Bandai Namco, of all people, uh, rather than Square Enix, which have put most of their stuff through so far. Um, not a ton of information about it thus far. Um, by the way, like just as a side note, I'm so excited about Life is Strange before the storm coming out next week. I was gonna oh say God. they released a short of yeah. Life is Strange today. I don't know if you've seen it, Sam. <gasps> yeah, might have. I, I saw like 20 minutes of um, yeah, I saw 20 minutes of gameplay at E3 for it, and I was just like, uh, the entire time. But this is this is their new game that they're coming out with um, at some point in the future. And I think it's interesting because um, Don't Nod are fucking good for 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 people that aren't AAA really. Like they're yes, they get published through uh, Square Enix, but they're not a traditional AAA company. They kind of come out of nowhere. They're a little bit of a mishmash of a few other studios or people from other studios, from what I remember. Um, but yeah, they're kind of like thro thrown straight out into. F being fairly well known off the back of Life is Strange uh, Life is Strange is like it succeeded far more than Square Enix expected it to or Don't Nod expected it to um, and they're kind of overwhelmed by it so it'll be interesting to see where this one goes all that's really known <coughs> about this new one uh, is it's already been in production for a little while uh, since last year uh, it's going to be based in the US in a fictional city and have a fair dose of investigation. Um, what direction do you think they might go with this? Um, do you reckon it's going to be a good old gumshoe detective work, but also I'm going to read this book about art so I can feel some angst in my soul at the same time? <laughs> like, well, what the poor way do we think it's going to go? I mean, if they do do an investigation, but they're also trying to make it very you know, not like Life is Strange, but have that emotional impact like Life is Strange. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I bawled my eyes out as Life is Strange. Because you kind of... it It's real-life situations where it's like... You can relate in a way. But with Don't Nod, you can't really relate if it is based on an investigation. Because you're... If they take it down that route and you, for example, play the investigator dealing with investigating in a horrible incident, you don't have that same attachment as if you play one of the characters. Because you kind of see it through a sort of a null void, so to speak. Like, you're watching everything happen, you are not there as everything is happening. So I don't know if it'll have... If it does go down the detective route, if it'll have the sort of the same atmosphere as Life is Strange? Yeah. And I, I, I can see it working, but like, if you think about like a, a film noir sort of style, where yeah, yeah you're kind of behind the eyes of the detective and they have that inner monologue going through 
Oh, well, yeah, and she came in see. through the door and her arms went on, uh, her legs went on for miles and she was had eyes like fire and she was bringing me exactly what she wanted, but what she wanted was really what I wanted and she knew just exactly how I made myself tick or some fucking ramble like that, you know? That's like, good shit, because that's what I was thinking. I think I think they could do it just like Life is Strange, but I don't think they will. What the hell do I know, though? I don't know. They <laughs> already have Life What the life fuck are you here? No. <laughs> I do think that, that you could, uh, that they could make it, like, really immersive, where you get to know, say, like, the detective's personal life and everything he's dealing with and kind of tie it back into the story uh, to make it more relatable. I don't know. And and maybe like you know touching detectives are people too. Yeah, for sure. And like maybe touching into the lives of you know the people that you're trying to help or investigate around or whatever. You've got a grieving widow, and then you're you're you know trying to comfort comfort them and put, take them through the process or whatever else. Like there, there's ways to draw that emotion from people other than just the main character you know that the stuff with Kate that happened in Life is Strange wasn't happening directly to you and whilst you had input on trying to help her situation um, like what happened to her was very touching and very emotionally driven at the same time like it, it I don't think you you need to have it occurring to you the player then as much as it's just there and well told uh, and which don't not do pretty well. Hopefully that is the case, but I like playing. I wouldn't say detective games, but games based on where you play a detective looking into like a previous case. You, I, you don't really feel as much. No. Well, I I know I don't from playing them, but playing Life is Strange, even though you are you're not a detective, but you are someone who. Um, we're trying to figure Something out what's you, going you, on and what happened. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of you're not there, but you are part of the the tie-in. You are part of that. Mm. Whereas a detective's kind of like somebody who knows nothing about these people and they're learning about them. I see. Which that. is kind of like it's different. I can understand where people you know can can sort of confuse the, the two and see it from different points of view. But for me, if it is, you are a detective. Um, trying to learn about a situation, I don't think it's going to be... Well, I mean, if Don't Nod do it very well, then it could be really gripping. We don't know, because I don't know them as a company. I don't know the work they, they've done. Um, but, you know, it'd be nice to see. There's there's a lot of... There's a big market for games like Life is Strange, I think. Yeah. If done right. If done mm -hmm. right. We're not going to turn into, oh, Dark Souls ripoff. Yeah, there's a game Hopefully. called... Blues and Bullets that's... Oh, God, yes, that game is so good and very unfinished. What I would imagine this could be. And that was one of my favorites, and it fucking sucks that they only did two episodes. Is that just... still up in the air, or is it just... Is it dead now? Like, it's last been forever. Thing I, last thing I read, which was three months ago or so, it was it's dead. They're not going to finish it. Ugh. Yeah. This so. game is so good. Like, if it, for, for those that don't know, it's like... um. A very artistically driven detective um, tell. game. Yeah, it's, it's quite quite noiry as well. Like in the way that it, every all the all of the lines are delivered. The voice of the main character is um, uh, Geralt from uh, uh, Witcher. Like it's the same dude. So um, it's got a Life is Strange element to it. Mm. 
and it it sucks that the story isn't going to finish uh, from what it sounds like but even just the two episodes that are there are very very good and very enjoyable I actually streamed it at one point yeah me too I don't know how I feel about Life is Strange 2 though I know it's a prequel so good but I I you. to do well so I demonstrate to you the moment that I fell in love with Before the Storm so I was watching the, the game, <clears throat> the, the gameplay. Um, for it, like it was a scene where Chloe's going to a gig in this bar somewhere, and she pisses off some some blokes, and they start on her. And then the bouncers like trying to hustle her out. Oh no, no! So, someone like drags her out of the door while the bouncers are trying to deal with these dudes, and she goes like that <laughs> to blow them a kiss. And I was just like, this, this I need this game now. Just for that one moment alone, I need this game. Just just because of Chloe being Chloe. It was the really just satisfying. It, see, like I, I wanted to do well, but when you played the aftermath, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't I know I don't well, obviously we don't know exactly what it's gonna gonna play out like, but I mean, it would be nice to learn more about Chloe. She was my favorite character mm-hmm. in yeah. uh, Life is Strange. Yeah. Um, Max, I mean, I understand Max is the main character. I felt she was very monotone, but she was, she was still a likable person. You know, they they managed to make a very monotone female. Very likeable. insane teenager. It was very well, it was very, she was very well made. And Chloe, you know, you, she, even though she was just kind of like her, she was like the aftermath of herself. This mm-hmm. was the Chloe now. It'd be nice to see, okay, so what, what made her tick? What made her dye her hair blue? What made her turn into a, you know, a, somebody hangs out with, with, you know, rough people, the rough crowd and smoke and, and, and all this and, and that. And I, I think that's exactly what this is. This is, you know, how Chloe became who she was, how she interacted with Rachel and yeah. got to know Rachel Amber and whatever else. And it's just... Um, yeah, I think it's going to give you a lot of those answers. There's no time travel element to it either. It's literally mm. just enjoy this story about the other character, what you liked, which yeah. is fine by me. <laughs> and knowing a bit okay. more about Rachel as well, because you know, in the in Life is Strange, you just know her as that she exists. Mm-hmm. She's just a person, and she was the first of many. What happened? I don't want to do spoilers, just in case people haven't uh, played it. But learning about Rachel and how she ended up getting caught up in the you know the plot line of, of Life is Strange would be quite would be quite fun as well. I hope they, like I said, I hope they do well with it. I just don't want it to be very hyped up and then flop. I don't want it to lose the aspect of like what you know the, the thing that gripped you in, in Life is Strange. I want it to keep that. But uh, the thing is, like I think the thing that gripped me about Life is Strange was just the fact that it was a well-told story. I don't give a fuck about the fact that Max could vibrate wildly with a hand and rewind (laughs) and whatever else. I don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. I I just enjoyed the story and the interactions. Taking that completely out of it and it would have been fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Just the premise of like, okay. Hey, I've been insecure too. I know what it's like to be a teenager. Okay, yeah. I've wanted to make friends with that exact person and failed in exactly the same way. <laughs> like, That's what I mean. It's just good. It just captivates what it's like to grow up uh, in certain situations. Yeah. Most situations, I think. I think everybody I, has I, to do that at some point. 
I think the thing that really gripped me about it was the inner monologue because that's how I live my life. Just having this constant inner monologue of like, oh, I can't go and annoy that person because that would look really bad. <laughs> me too. We're, oh, we're all the same strange. angsty teenage girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are all experiencing our, our inner Chloe's in life. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, you're going all, you're going for a latter Chloe with the hair color and stuff. Yeah, well. yeah. I'm I'm like this is this is like my Chloe, but I'm like I'm taking my <laughs> own version. Putting your like own Chloe. style on it. My like own style of Chloe. Male pattern baldness that looks real good. That's real that's good. your way of exhibiting your Chloe. That's. I'll show you my Chloe. Yeah. Oh what? Oh yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> people in the window. I can't, I can't turn the, I mean, I could, hang on. That's my Chloe. That's uh, right uh, I mean, that's my Chloe right Jesus there. Christ. Hey, that's... Who is it? That's my Chloe. Sorry about so, that. So, there you go. The, 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 it takes many different forms, it's many different Yellow meanings, shape. but we're all the same person. I'm glad we got that sound. <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to wait. I'm glad we had this talk, guys. I feel so much in touch with my inner Chloe now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, mama, are you proud? I'm proud. I'm your mama. Call me mama. Oh. Hey, this went somewhere weird. I mean, a touch. A touch. A little bit. So, on to the, the next topic. I feel that we've, we've squeed enough about our excitement for Life is Strange Before the Storm and... Well, well, let me just say real quick, I, I know who I'm going to watch stream the game. Squall. You look fucking excited about this game, so... Uh, it literally is... I, oh, I could play for it again before it comes yeah. out. That might be a thing. If I, if I don't... Play value? I'm buying it, I'm going to be over there. Naked. Just watching. Mm -hmm. Big old tub of Vaseline. Happy days. Mrs. Fan, I will pull out the uh, the whipped cream and the chicken hands. Get naked. <laughs> mm -hmm. Watch Squall and. I mean, Ed, that noise. I'm sorry, Ed. For the record, that's how I prefer everyone watches the stream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no pants. But, Squall but, has a no pants rule. You watch Shenzudo TV. That should be a warning label. As soon as people come in and they type something, just like warning. Yeah, the rules. Explicit content. Remove your pants. Well, no, you know that little rules pop-up thing that comes up when you go into a channel for the first time? I need to stick it in there. Yes. Remove pants. Pants off must. or piss off. That's Anybody it. ever watched that 70s show? Anybody? Anyone? Nah, not my nah. thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's just this <laughs> character there that always says he's going to take his pants off with a high-pitched voice. It's pretty good. Thanks for listening. Can we get a golf clap? <laughs> Great. Great. Hey, look, that added value to this podcast for precisely seven people out there. No, so. it did. Taking off my pants. There you go. There you go. Kerosene. Kerosene's got you. I know he watches it. Rick and Morty. Too hard. Right. Um. Ugh, Rick and Dude, I love that show. Sorry, we're good. Rolling on. Rolling on to things that are also alien and strange to me. Um. Mass this Effect Andromeda. This is my baby. <laughs> Mass yeah. Effect Andromeda. Ugh. Mass Effect, I'm fucking shit. So, so Mr. Mr. I've forgotten his bastard name. Mr. EA, we're going to call him until I find his name uh, again. Sunderland. What's his pissing name? 
Patrick Sodland, that's his fucker's yeah. name, um, has basically come out, not like that, come out and said, um, <laughs> don't be mean about Matus Effect Andromeda. People have said many mean things about the game, and I think it's very unfair. This is one of the worst releases that has come out, and one of the largest disappointments, and one of the largest trashings of a well-beloved franchise yep. in quite some fucking time. Sit the yeah. fuck down, Paddy. You ain't got shit to say, son. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in what he actually... His actual, his actual quote was... Um, I think the game is actually a great game. Of course you're going to say that. It's your frigging game. Yes, we have to acknowledge the fact that there were some things that maybe we could have done better. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe. It's like... It's really? like it's things you could have done better. I mean, the facial animations. Come on, guys. It's a triple A bloody game. If you can't get your facial animations right, but a game like Hellblade can do it better with a smaller team that's an indie company. Yep. It's... Put the hat on the coat stand of your gaming life and your gaming job and get out. I'm sorry, if you can't get simple things right, you don't belong in the industry, in my point. It's disgusting. Like Ed said, it's disgusting. It's like being a premature ejaculator, but never being willing to admit it to yourself or others, right? Because <laughs> you're like, you made a shitty fucking terrible game. If you admit it... At least you can relate with your audience and try to make a better game next time, or like <laughs> make it better somehow. Yeah, but, but even even if you were a a premature ejaculator, allegedly at the to uh, after after this has occurred, you wouldn't turn around and go, maybe that was a little too soon, but I resolved <laughs> it in the end. That's my point exactly. Well, I enjoyed it. And maybe it was soon, and I appreciate the fact that maybe we could have taken precautions to make it last a little bit longer. But in the end, this and is maybe what we next time I'll tie a rubber band around so it doesn't happen again. Like I don't understand. Uh, what? No, there's there's no redemption involved in 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 that situation. Like it's just it's just no. That's just. A I actually feel kid, really bad. That's just, that's the same thing as complaining about the lunch you had to eat. It's like, well, why are you complaining about your lunch, man? <laughs> well, I, I actually feel like I owe the country of Australia and my community an apology. <laughs> but... good. He should be apologizing. Oh, I'm apologizing to Venezuela. <laughs> Venezuela, fair enough. Because I actually recently finished playing through the Mass Effect trilogy. The original three, I loved it. I obviously... The graphics in one were great, but for a game in that time, I didn't give a crap because the storyline, everything was fantastic for the time it was released and everything. My community actually gave me money to buy Andromeda, and I actually feel like I should personally refund them and apologize to Australia whilst doing so, because I, I, I'm going to play it, I'm going to stream it, but... I refused to do so until they'd finished fixing it, which they've only just done. Well, yeah, because they, they've feel bad for it. But but they've now gone. Uh, there's no there's not going to be any more single player stuff. We're just going to leave that fucking trash fire alone. Yeah. Like we, we're yeah. done with that. We're not going to bring out any more DLC expansions. Not fuck it. Can't but can't that's, be asked. That's the whole reason I buy Mass Effect. I don't think like oh man, I can't wait to play multiplayer. It's going to yeah. be an East. Someday I'm gonna be ranked. But I think they're gonna keep adding to that. They're gonna to add to the multiplayer. Yeah, I could give. I just but they're they're, they're they're fucking off the single player, and 
Why? I guess we can just start a multi- Never mind, I shouldn't say that. I'll say that in private. It's gonna talk about lawyers and all sorts of stuff, but... <laughs> about it. But, like, I, I... Then, you know, the studio that that made it, Bioware Montreal, have been gobbled up by EA Motive. Yeah. So, because... Basically, the, the, the people that made Mass Effect Andromeda didn't clearly know what they were doing. If you no, they to what Bioware Montreal had done before. Basically, EA took a game and pooped on it. Yeah, like, like they have I, everything else in the everything they've touched, they've broken. I mean, what? I loved Mass Effect, and like, like, like it said in the in the article, it's got such a big fan base. Yes, it has. You mess it up, you are literally gonna get criticized to hell. And if mm-hmm. you, as a uh, the head of EA, cannot take criticism, then I'm sorry, then you're in the wrong industry. Totally. If you're not going to listen to that big fan base that is going to support you... That's so important to you. I'm sorry, then, you know, don't re- don't bother re- uh, what was it? The rebooting Mass Effect franchise. Don't bother. Leave it alone. Let it die. And they'll be a hell of a lot happier that you did. Yeah. Have a good cry. Talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about Just it publicly. Cry. If you're fucking pissed that people didn't like your game, you probably shouldn't publicly talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's you not good PR, have, is it? Apologize to Australia. No, oh, not at all. You should have started this whole thing with I apologize to the whole country of Australia, but well, I can't deal with the criticism that you've given me of <laughs> my game. You've got a wildly successful game like Overwatch, and they're apologizing for something that. They probably never even had to apologize for. Yeah. And then you've got a game like the Mass Effect trilogy that was pretty monumental. Uh, I don't know, man. Most gamers that were into any sort of campaign-type game, it's it's a huge game, uh, and they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's just you. You can put lipstick on a on on a, on a pig, but it doesn't make it pretty. I guess it does to some people, but. I've seen where those lipstick marks were on you, Faye, don't worry. Yeah, we're into some weird shit. <laughs> some weird shit. But no, like, the, the, one of the things that he said is they've not ruled out future returns to Mass Effect, but it's kind of yeah, being yeah. put to one side for a little while until people forget what a fucking trash fire Andromeda no is, basically. In all seriousness, it's probably going to go down as probably one of the biggest embarrassments that EA has done and to be honest the new generation as well they're going to see Andromeda and they're not going to want to go because of how poorly Andromeda was done and the fact that they can't take responsibility for that they're not going to go and want to buy the previous ones oh, no, maybe if they invented it and said okay we've, we messed up on the animations we're sorry about that if we do you know reboot it we will make sure that those are fixed and actually mm-hmm. make promises they're going to keep to. And then maybe the Mass Effect fan base and new people who want to be interested in Mass Effect will go, okay, fair enough, and then maybe purchase the previous right. ones and new ones. But if I came into Mass Effect and played Andromeda, I'd be like, I don't want to play the rest. I don't want to. I'm done. Why would you? Yeah, would I'm done. You? Exactly. Waste of time. But then, at the same time, those who haven't played Mass Effect, you are missing out. The original ones, anyway. 
Yep. But, but yeah, the important thing that I wanted to highlight though, right? So uh, Bioware Montreal made Andromeda, right? I, I implore you all to join in at home by looking up what Bioware Montreal had done before. Because what they had done before was Mass Effect 3 DLC. Yeah. That's it. Mm. <laughs> like, to be honest, the, the DLC, the Citadel DLC, I... Even though it was pretty much just banter between everybody, it was brilliant. Loved it. Yeah. yeah but what I, I mean like, is that they, they, were put, they were put to task for a big fucking AAA game and all they'd done was slap a bit extra onto a previous one. Totally. I, I mean, if someone came into your store... Right. If someone came into a, a retail store, right, and said... They wanted a job uh, to stack shelves in your store and to run the tills and to also do some management and to do refunds and to do everything. And on their CV, it literally said, I've once put a bottle on a shelf. You wouldn't hire them on that basis, would you? Like, yeah. like <laughs> and that's kind of a similar tier. I mean, it's... I went shopping in Tesco once. Does that count? Yeah, yeah totally. that's it. Yeah. I've seen I, products I, before. I play video games. I could, I could do, I could do the new Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. Be much different than playing it. Making games about the same, right? I got this. Yeah, More I mean, exactly I mean, same. look at your emotes, for example. Top quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have the best emotes ever. Literally, just be stick figures running around. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd, pay for, I'd pay for that actually. Uh, a game game yeah, I was going to say my my pick of the week is literally stick figures running about, but we'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was joking. You couldn't write it. I'd have it pay that premature ejaculation. Yeah, it's a um, rough, the hard life to live. <laughs> <laughs> so let's um let's actually bring it round to uh, our recommendations for the week. Because uh, I, I'll be honest, I've I've had enough of just screaming about how terrible games are, and I feel like <laughs> it's probably painted me up to be even more of a grumpy arsehole than I already am. Uh, <laughs> if if that is indeed possible, um, <laughs> so let's uh, go through our picks of the week. I'm going to start off with uh, the wonderful Agonize. Um, what have you been playing this week, and why is it spiffy and memes? Um, I've been playing a, a lot of Dauntless. Um, why I... Okay, everyone's giving it stick and comparing it to Monster Hunter. I loved Monster Hunter. I've played pretty much most of them. I'm very excited for Monster Hunter World. Um, I'm quite excited to see what they're going to come up with that. But I've been playing Dauntless at the moment. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Yes, okay, you fight people with big weapons. And it's one big monster. I get it. I get why people are giving it, you know, the Monster Hunter vibes. But it is still its own game. And I actually do implore you to try it. It's actually really good solo as well. Um, it's not like Fortnite where it's like better with friends. You can still play solo and it's still, it's still a hell of fun. You can spend seven minutes fighting one thing. You can spend half an hour killing another. But yeah, no. I, I like it. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if you hate me for it. I, I'm enjoying it. So go oh. play it. Um, if you don't want to spend money on it, fine. Wait till it goes free to play. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I hate you anyway, so that's not changed anything. <laughs> fine. I hate you too, then. Yeah, true. But, 
Uh, the question I want to ask though is, what does differentiate it from Monster Hunter? Like, what are the different? Because for for me, I've not played. I've played very little Monster Hunter, and I've not played this at all. So, yeah. like, from the outside looking in, it looks literally the same as Monster Hunter. And I can imagine yeah. that's quite a common misconception. So, what are the differentiations? With Monster Hunter, it's... If you play solo, you might as well just kiss goodbye to absolutely everything. Um, yeah. It doesn't really scale. Uh, okay. Monster Hunter doesn't scale. Dauntless does, so you can quite easily take out a monster on your own. Monster Hunter has a lot of planning to do. You've got to make sure you've got the potions, the equipment, the right, you know, boosts and everything. Mm -hmm. Dauntless, you could literally run in with a health potion and wing it, and it will still give you the same satisfaction as if you went in fully armored, fully buffed up. You can, you can still get the enjoyment, but if you go in with monster hunter you get you get really deflated i know i mm -hmm. have on multiple occasions gone in with the wrong stuff and i've spent half an hour trying to kill something and i'm like yeah no I, I can't do this i'm done i've spent three days trying to kill this thing with bare minimum and it's it's not happening but with dauntless you still get enjoyment from here i don't know how how they've managed to do that but they, they still manage to bring the enjoyment even if you forget to plan and it's very casual as well, you know, it's very laid back. It's something you could literally just lob on just to pass a few minutes or something. And it's something like you can play with friends as well. You know, it's it's still got, it's fun solo, it's fun with friends. It's not very taxing on the brain. You don't have to think about it too much. And it's just, mm -hmm. I like it. It's, it's simplified. I like simple things in life. <laughs> I'm a, simple things for simple people. Exactly, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I guess, um, like from from that kind of rough description, I guess what it seems to be to me is you get less of the frustration from not succeeding because in Dauntless it's kind of more down to you fucking up a lot for yeah. you to lose, whereas Monster Hunter is I forgot this one piece of string. And the entire thing's fallen apart, whereas you yep. can adapt and, to the changes and to yeah. whatever you need to do in Dauntless and kind of wiggle your way through and kind of skirt around this and that to make it work. And yeah. that's where and that's where like the lack of frustration comes in, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, you can forget something. You just be like, all right, well, I'll just wing it. And you, you still have fun doing it. You don't get frustrated. Yeah, okay, you get frustrated if you don't kill a certain monster or if your party's a little bit, you know, underpowered, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah. Which is what I, I like about it. It's like what Monster Hunter could have been if they simplified it. But you can it's keep like going back. It's a game you can pick up. You don't have to keep playing it and you don't feel... It actually gives you cute little warnings if you can't actually fight something. There's two warnings. There's an amber one where it's like, you're a little bit under level. This is going to be quite tough. Are you sure you want to do this? Or there's a red one that literally says, you are going to die. You should not do this fight. You are actually going to die. <laughs> it quite clearly says that, but you can still do it anyway. That's cool. I think it's quite like cute that. of them to do that. It's like, look... Oh, in Monster totally. Hunter, you, you go and kill something. It doesn't give you warnings or anything. You just try and kill something, and then you realize it's going to one-hit KO you. Dauntless is like, no, you're actually going to die if you attempt this. I'm just making sure you're aware of that, and you will get pissed. <laughs> except your doom. Yeah, except it. 
so yeah no that's that's why i like it i mean i'm not gonna fall out with monster hunter over it i'm still gonna yeah. like both games but they're still two individual games in my mind uh, the in the interesting thing is like the things that you've described there are basically the reasons i don't like monster hunter like yeah. so, so goes, i might like this <laughs> yeah. so when it goes free to play i would definitely recommend trying it out i mean or if you want to toss money at it it has got a lot of room for improvement it's literally only just come into alpha um but i mean they've had two updates already and the two updates they've added in a little bit extra content just to just to keep you on the nipple just a little bit and it's still grips keep you. you on the nipple it keeps you on the nipple it keeps you on the teeth <laughs> Great out of and wanting more. <laughs> just a, a delicate tonguing, I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, give me more, give me the whole boom. Um. So, so, uh, so, it's a buy-in at the moment. Do you know roughly how much? Um. It's this is where it gets complicated. It's eighty US dollars if you literally you you don't have any friends or anything. You go to the site. It's eighty dollars to buy in to the alpha. Um, I think it's forty dollars to get like a, a package with um, like a lot of a few a few sneaky extras, or it's thirty dollars um, just for the basic package. But the thirty dollars and the forty-one, you can play it on the first of September onwards. Okay. Otherwise, you have to wait until it's free to play. Gotcha. I don't know how long it is until it's free to play, um, but. If you have somebody who has bought the game and has a spare code, you get it for half price. Okay. So if you have a code, you get Slayer access from the 1st of September, but you can buy Alpha for $40. Nice. Got it. So right. if you've got a friend or if you can win a code or something like that and you want to play, that's the best way. That's the best way to get it deal-wise. Um, otherwise, it's $80 full price. Yeah, it's kind of a weird price point, the way they did yeah. that. I think that's really weird. It's a little... That is a little Strange on the high end. Seems over. I think it's more like, okay, you've got the basics. Do you want to upgrade this for, you know, a sneaky deal? You just kind of like, yeah. A yeah, I, uh, oh, I like it. It's like the yeah. freemium games, isn't it? Like, hey, just just for the next six seconds, you can buy this hundred gems for seventy two percent off. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you do that. I love those deals. Those are the best. Right, Mr. Fay, what have you uh, been playing? What can I've you tell us? Older game, uh, Dead by Daylight. I started playing it like two weeks ago, and I am addicted. It's like it's all I want to play. It's really fucking good. It's got an element of uh, just <laughs> creepy, morbid, old school horror slasher movie with uh, some basic strategy. And it's it's a lot of fucking fun to try to level level your character up and rank your character up. I don't know. I like it. It's simple. The thing I like most about it is how simple it is. Is this uh, is this just all of us? We just I like simple things. Oh, anything dude, anything that involves more than two things, I can't I can't do it. I think Something. it's more the fact that AAA games they're making everything so complicated lately, and we just want to roll it back just but, to simple things and enjoying games. But to me, Dead by Daylight is just fun. It's just just fun and it's salty and I love just screaming f words when I'm pissed like I really like it it's a good game that's so, it so I'm all it. so um like how would like because you've got like the Friday 13th game in the same sort of 
area, but not quite the same niche. Like, mm-hmm. how, how like how would you say it compares up to that? Like, is it uh, Friday the Thirteenth's dead already? Like, it's kind oh, really of done. Yeah. yeah. If you look on Twitch, it died already for the most part. Uh, dead by Daylight, you still got Sexy Hexy streaming it every day, and Angry Pug, and Jen, Jen Denise, and so many big streamers that's keeping it alive. I don't know. I think it's just a good game. It's on Humble Bundle right now for 10 bucks with a bunch of other horror games. Whoa, that is cheap. Holy shit. Get a ton of games with Dead by Daylight. Uh, I don't this game. You either like it or you don't, and you'll find out pretty quickly whether you like it or you don't. And that's pretty much all. <laughs> still, for $10, $10, that's really cheap as well. Like I, I thought it would still be quite close to its normal retail price at this at this stage. That's insane. Yeah, if you go to Humble Bundle, you got the Spooky Horror Bundle. It comes with like uh, both Dread Out games. Uh, Alien Isolation comes with it. Layers of Fear with the DLC. Damn. And Dead by Daylight. So that's your wife. Favorite that's a game. bundle. That's pretty decent. Oh, that's, that's the I best mean, bundle I've had for a while. I might buy it. That's what I think. Toss out the, the extras, just like, take them. Yeah, yeah, there's like three games I don't care about, but uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, five out of the seven games, that's really good. Or five yeah, out that's, of eight that is the best value, and like with the most new stuff in there as well, or like most like varied up stuff compared to... Uh, previous bundles I've seen from Humble for quite a while, so that's that's a pretty pretty good catch there, good sir. Yeah, so if anybody wants to try Dead by Daylight, it's cheap right now. That's the next the ten devs, days as the well. Devs, the devs do a weekly show on Twitch on the dead twitch.tv slash dead by dead by daylight and they talk about what they're buffing and nerfing. Mm-hmm. And kinda cool. I don't know. Good community. Did you so. play it when it first came out, Faye? I, I mean hated. <laughs> um, so it's that's what? fine because no my question for Faye would um like I bought it when it first came out and it had literally I think it was two or three monster uh, monster hunter things yep. um and then obviously you had the survivors but I think since then they've added a few more monsters and a few more like survivors as well so nice. they know obviously what your comparison was to then and now uh me me I've changed the time <laughs> me <laughs> I, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's me. The longer I've streamed, the more I've decided what games I actually love. I've, I've, I, I don't really play AAA titles that much anymore. I'm kind of going to war more east. I'm going towards, leaning towards esports type games, or a game like Dead by Daylight that's just fun, but it's highly competitive. And to get to rank one, you got to actually become good at the game. You don't just like, you know, save the game after you watch four hours of the story and play it. Uh, I don't know. I just like it. I've changed. I've changed. And I, I normally see you playing survivors, but do you have a favorite hunter to play as? No, I, I just I'm just focused on survivor until I uh, get to rank one. Climbing that ladder. Thirty hours, and I'm like two hundred thousand twenty nine XP away from rank one. <laughs> oh god. That's so and then I'll time. switch. To- Killer. That way, all the viewers that I had that liked watching Survivor will leave and be pissed, and you know, <laughs> that for six months, and then eventually I'll be able to just stream both at rank one. You know, and, uh, and it'll be perfect. Why work on both Killers and Survivors every day when you can just just piss off your community? 
<laughs> good yeah. justification, and I like it. It's good. Yeah, there um, you go. When it comes around to me, I have been playing with stick figures all week. Um, <laughs> so, I want to buy game since you. I, this I game look, actually looks really good. I've been enjoying watching you play it. Yeah, so it's a game called West of Loathing, uh, based off of a game from years ago. It was a web-based browser game called Kingdom of Loathing, uh, which was like a kind of click adventure thing, and it was very kind of... Um, uh, before Mafia Wars was a thing, it was in that kind of vein, but it was a single-player experience where you have like your energy... Uh, and you can spend it in certain ways to level yourself up and become more powerful and blah blah blah. Uh, so they brought out this like God knows how much later after Kingdom of Loathing's probably died a death at this stage, right? It does still exist, um, and it's a really quirky, funny little adventure about your journey through the wild, wild west and the disaster that occurred when the cows came home and started destroying everything. Um, and you you can choose between your classes, which is a snake oiler, a cow puncher, or a bean flinger. Um, and it's just really stupid. It's really really dumb humour, like dad joke sort of levels, like little <laughs> plays on words and like stupid shit like that. Uh, you can explore every spittoon in the game, and the and the sort of the, the narration of the game gets more and more disgusted with you, with each spittoon that you delve into, and nice. just describes the mucus and the the tobacco gunk that's in the bottom of it, and whatever else you're trying to fish things. Out. It's just stupid little details like that that just make it really fun, and just just stupid, stupid and weird and magnificent, and. I can't think of anything better to do with my time than just goof around playing stuff like this. Like, it's, it's quite a short game as well. It's only like about uh, six to eight hours around that sort of time. And oh, really? I think, if I remember rightly, it's about £10? Question mark as he quickly checks on Steam. Oh no, seven ninety nine. Here's a mere £7.99, so probably about like $10. Um... So it's a cheap one, and you'll probably get your pound an hour equation if that's how you run through calculating how much games are worth, which I kind of do. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. It's just so stupid. So I remember um, I saw like a the the first clip of it in the in the first room you're in. You read a book, and it's about silly walks, and it's literally just memes. Of stupid mm -hmm. walks like cartwheels or worms or crab and I yep. was literally some guy was just walking around the first starter room for 20 minutes in different silly walks I was in tears laughing mm -hmm. my ass off it was brilliant yeah and, that, and that's pretty much it for, for the entire game it's just full of <laughs> dumb shit like that um, uh, at one point I had my vision obscured so it was really difficult to play the game for a while just because someone decided to give me an ant virus he threw into my eyes so everything was all kind of like ant vision it was, you know, as you do standard um, yeah, just just utterly stupid and I, I, I've got all the time in the world for stupid humour and fart jokes and dad jokes and everything besides <coughs> oh. the sounds of good health there um, 
Right, so let's talk around a slightly bigger and juicier subject because this is kind of doing the rounds on Twitch at the moment and it's kind of a theme, I suppose, uh, of late. And it's what is the difference between throwing out your opinion and bitching and moaning? Uh, so, obviously, the thing that's kind of triggered this off is people going to TwitchCon, or partners going to TwitchCon, should I say, uh, were promised a jersey to go to TwitchCon. And the term jersey previously meant pretty lovely purple jerseys that every other partner that have done stuff for Twitch before have got, and they were very nice and lovely. And it turns out it's kind of this pretty shitty baseball tee that is pretty shitly designed and it looks pretty natty uh i probably wouldn't wear it ever uh if i was if i was getting one but there's kind of been a bit of backlash around people saying that they think it looks shite um by people saying that they're bitching and moaning around it and they're just whining for something that they're getting for free in inverted commas when they've already paid like a hundred and some dollars for a twitchcon ticket um what, what, where do you think the line should be drawn? Because, like, I understand that you can express an opinion, but, like, when when is it kind of just moaning for the sake of moaning? Like, I, 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 I'm not sure. Do we need to draw a line in the sand with it? I think it's dependent on a few factors, like the person, for example. There is a lot of people who are making comments on this jersey, but them as a person in general the way they portray themselves on social media not not be the person themselves but how they actually portray themselves hit the microphone like i said on social media and themselves they come across as very entitled so that would be the crossing of the line where it's the bitching and the moaning mm -hmm. and those are the people where it's just kind of like i would love to comment on for example on social media on that and just say you're just bitching and moaning. But I think when people throw out their opinions, it's more like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but for this reason, I say this. More like accepting, you know, very similar to what we were talking about earlier with the Mass Effect, like accepting the criticism and saying, okay, I understand your point. My point is this. I suppose how people word it as well would be, one, yeah. but the whole stickler about the jersey, just like the jersey is actually traditionally a cotton piece of, um, a, sorry, it's, co it's a cotton shirt that can sometimes be worn in place of like a sweatshirt or something. But, you know, like I said, some people have come across on social media that they are so entitled, but it's, it's not like that. If your priorities are complaining about the style of a shirt, how a shirt looks, then it kind of makes you question the people's priorities in life. Yeah. Which, I mean, if all they've got to do is literally complain about a t-shirt that they're getting for free, kind of says a lot about that person, really. Uh, yeah. Stated opinion whining in and of itself, in and of itself, the only difference is going to be culture, because certain things will sound like whining to some people that sound like stated opinion to others. Because I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and I'm a military, so everything I hear sounds like whining. <laughs> <laughs> Every, 
it doesn't matter what it is, and that's not a healthy thing. Like, it's not healthy. It, uh, in the past has made me lose friends, right? Because I say things, or I'm just too, too blunt. Uh, when somebody's whining, even though all they were doing was stating their opinion. Uh, so I honestly just think it's, it's so subjective to who you are, how you were raised, where you're from. Because uh, to me, if somebody's like, ah, oh, the jersey's not good, I'm going to be like, oh, go outside and shit in your hand. That's what I want to say. <laughs> oh, poor you. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's I just, just don't understand why people I've, are complaining about. I, I, I've clearly missed something. As, like, as an as, affiliate, I would... I'm excited at the fact that I get my name on a badge. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if either of you two are going, but I'm just excited that I get my name on a badge. Hell, I would kill for a t-shirt with my name on it. I mean, <laughs> I do like the design by humans have kind of come in and basically just shat all over the jersey and just say, look, we're offering a purple jersey. You but, can get your name but, on it, and the, you don't the, even the, have to be a partner. And it's like, uh, oh. And, and the and the thing with the DBH ones is those are that design. That purple design, yeah, is so, the Twitch jersey design. Like, yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same as what they were. The only thing it's missing is Twitch logo on the yeah. arm, I think. But I mean, if you wear a hoodie, you ain't gonna see that anyway. Does it really yeah. matter? No. Besides, I don't think anybody actually, knows what Twitch is when I go out in public. They probably it just think makes it's me chuckle. Drug. Like, oh, <laughs> likes drugs. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> likes to twitch. That's great. Scrolling through Twitter, somebody complained about Jersey, someone complained about Jersey. Holy crap, someone's just retweeted Designed by Humans. Well, they just took a shit on the Jersey Design. I just think, uh, as I get older, though, I'm more sensitive to people's opinions, and even when people whine. Because they're whining for a reason, and in their mind, they're justified. And there's a reason for it. It's not. So, a, and I don't think it's always coming from a place of uh, fuck you. Unless it's me, because I'm ex-military, <laughs> and a lot of times I am coming from a place of fuck you, which makes me lose friends and viewers. Love you guys. Love you guys. I but, think Faye is right, though. Like, it is based on you as a person and what you perceive yeah, as... And a lot of yeah, times... Some people grow up with a silver spoon in the mouth, some people grow yeah. up, you know, being grateful for what they've been given and things like that. So, you know, the people that are just kind of like, okay, it's a, a t-shirt, and what? I have more respect for those than the ones that are going, oh, it looks ugly! Well, why well, does it look ugly? Some people worked four years to become a partner and they only have a hundred subs, and they worked their ass off to get every single one of them. And other people have fucking 15,000 subs and make close to a million bucks a year after the 80-20 split with Twitch and mm -hmm. and everything else. I don't know. Sorry, I, don't know. I just it's came like, in just trying to find his beef jerky. No way. <laughs> sure. Why not? I've got his beef jerky right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's, let's kind of put a microscope on it a little then. Do you think that entitlement is... A problem. Well, okay. Let's split it kind of into three, almost. So, do you think entitlement is a problem on Twitch in general, like just just across the board? Do you think that Twitch kind of leans people towards being more entitled with things because of the way that it's been set up in the past and the way it's set up now? And 
do you kind of value that? Because, like, personally, I value people acting entitled as fuck. I think it's, it's fucking fantastic. Because then I can go, block, block, block. Yeah. Block, yeah, but obviously then block. The, the whole entitled thing, it, that crosses, that can come very fine line between people who feel entitled because they've genuinely worked hard for something yeah. and they have literally given blood, sweat, tears, sacrifices to hell. And then there's yep. people who, like I said, have got a silver spoon in their mouths, they've had everything handed to them on a silver platter and they are literally just... They want. They it's, always want something. They're forever wanting something. I'm just being a genuine prick. In in their mind, they're not. That's what's always yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is... Uh, see... The, the philosophy which, of uh, being in your own mind and, and thinking that you're always right. Which we most yeah. must do. It's, we have it's really complex because... Is, same as Squall, you know, a lot of people that come across as entitled, mute, 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 block, mute, block... Um, because I kind of grew up in a background where we didn't have a lot of money. Woe is me, shit happens. Um, and I value, you know, people and honesty and the old traditional values because I, I grew up in an older generation. I grew up with my grandparents. Um, so my values are very, very different to a lot of, you know, the younger generation these days. Mm -hmm. Maybe not all of them, but a very high majority of them. A very high majority, their parents, PlayStation 3 comes out, bought it straight away, straight away, day one. PlayStation yep. 4 comes out, they've got the top-notch PlayStation 4, PS4, what is it, the PS4? Or the Pro. It doesn't matter that they've literally just had a PS4 a couple of months ago, they've got a PS4 Pro in their bedroom set up, ready to go. I didn't have that, so... When people start complaining about things like the jersey, for example, I kind of just sit there and I'm just kind of like, are you one of those entitled people? Or are you somebody who's literally just doesn't know the value of, of things? And I think the jersey is something nice that Twitch is on. They didn't have to give us a well, give the partners a jersey. And not once did they also say that the jersey was going to be the same design as last year. Right. So people just assumed they were getting the same as last year. Hmm. But, Didn't I mean, like, like everything, you know, they bring something new out, they change it. It's not, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So yeah. if you, even if you come from an entitled background, you could be like, oh man, I was hoping that the jersey would be like the one from last year. Not shit. <laughs> yeah, and that would be and that's the like, difference between bitching and moaning and dropping your opinion. Because you can accept the fact that the jersey is different, the but you've obviously said that you don't like it. But you've accepted that it's not the same. That being said, at the same, hey, the jersey, you don't like it, fuck off. At the same time, Why? every single one of us as a human has whined about something that we shouldn't have and complained about something. Uh, and I'm not preaching, I'm just saying I'm a fucking asshole because I whine about shit. <laughs> We're all ourselves in that regard, though, I think. That's just yeah. that's just human nature. Yes. You know? Look pretty much like what Mario just said in the chat the way certain partners absolutely lost their shit over affiliates. Why? Is I mean, it because I can, I can, I can understand. 
I can understand I, the sentiment that yeah. led to that because it was people fearing for their their livelihood. But at the same time, if you're not putting out the best quality content that you could be, yeah. then you weren't winning that over anyway. So it's like if you're scared an affiliate is going to take two of your subs, then do you really deserve those two subs? Have you worked? Can you literally sit there and say, "I have done A, B, C, D, all the way to Z to keep those subs"? And it's not fail, and it's not worked. I can I could probably literally list a bunch of those, uh, the partners who they again feel very entitled, and they feel everybody should sub to them. Why? You've not changed any of your content in the past three years. You've been a streamer, so why should you? Why should you keep my sub when there is somebody new as an affiliate who gives me new content? Why should you have my sub over theirs? So, so like I guess the um, the way that I see it is it's less that necessarily they're feeling entitled. It's that they don't follow the thought process the entire way through. So, my my knee jerk reaction, like for, we'll use the affiliate thing as an example, because I think it's quite a good one to draw it from. My knee-jerk reaction to that was, well, shit, like, some of my friends might get into financial difficulty because they're going to lose subs. But I didn't then follow the thought through beyond that because I was too busy worrying about that first knee-jerk reaction. I, I was too busy going, oh, shit, like, these people are going to be in trouble. How are the smaller partners going to be able to grow if they've got a, a large pool of market to be able to take, uh, to, you know, taking out money from the... the pool of money that's available to be spent on Twitch blah, blah, blah. and then you kind of get into all the permutations of that so you don't get to the point where but you know they've got a larger community to pull on in the first place to pull those subs across and they've got to be providing higher quality content and that's how they became partner in the first place presumably by providing that higher quality content or at least some kind of unique thing that pulled the people in in the first place and helped them to actually monetize their stream and blah 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 and and there's a lot more thought further along than that first knee jerk reaction perhaps it's just it's less of a case of people feeling entitled and feeling the need to complain and more of the case of reacting too quickly and putting the thoughts and the messaging out there too quickly rather than taking the time to sort of sit back and consider for a second and go well actually you know it is a free shirt and you know they didn't have to do that for us before and they've never actually given us any stuff unless we've particularly worked for twitch directly at a point in time and you know, this design isn't the same as it said before, but I never explicitly said it was it was going to be the same as it was before, in all fairness. And I don't like the design, but some people might like the design. And to be fair, the design is fucking hideous. Like, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Like, objectively, <laughs> it's fucking hideous. That squiggly writing on the front, get out. But, like, you know, people don't follow the thought through, and I think that is kind of a cultural thing. And that's, that's like, everywhere. Like, not just limited to Twitch. I think people are generally a lot more knee-jerk than they may have been in the past. They'll see something, take it at face value, and immediately react upon it before, uh, perhaps at a later point, following up with more information and whatever else further down the line. Does that kind of strike a chord with you guys? Yes, to an extent, because I can see where you're coming from at that aspect, but not once after they followed the thought process do they then comment on the previous knee-jerk reaction mm -hmm. that they've had saying, okay, yeah, no, guys, my reaction was probably bit, probably poor, I understand Good. A, B, C, and Z, like the points you've made, and apologize or even make comments on that. They just leave that one comment there, and that's it. And I think that's the problem. 
not just on Twitch, but social media in general and how people are portrayed. Like, I would have more respect for the person who said, okay, like, I've had a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, the design's horrible, but thank you, Twitch, for giving us, you know, a free shirt. Yeah, it might be ugly, but hey, I didn't ask for it. You just tossed it in there. But you don't see that. You only see the knee-jerk reaction. No mm -hmm. aftermath from the people who make the comments. So it's just kind of like, I understand where you're going with the thought process, but they don't do anything to, to help themselves in regards to getting out of that light that they are then put in after the comments. Although in an equal vein, the the thing that gets the retweets is an eject reaction. That any follow-ups that come along with it tend not to earn the retweets to get They some. don't get retweets, but I mean, me as a person, I would see the person's comment and then a couple of days, I don't see things. I see things straight away, but I don't actually take into consideration anything else till a few days later where mm. I'll go and see, you know, that person's profile and I'll be like, okay, no mention of... Oh, thank you. What? <laughs> okay. I have pretty unpopular opinions what? about this kind of stuff. <laughs> but, like I was... <laughs> Did he just put your, his beef in your mouth? No, yeah. he gave me a Ferrero Rocha. Ah. Um, but, like I said, you know, you'll go to that person's page and you won't see any comment you know, apologizing for, you know, what, <laughs> sorry, about what they said, or, you know, taking back the knee-jerk comment, so. Yeah, let's see what you mean. Yeah. Faye, go, you were like, uh, you were raring to jump in there, go, go. Oh no, I have really unpopular opinions about a lot of that stuff, especially affiliate stuff. I'll lose That's more fine, friends dude. than I've lost. Uh, I I don't know, man. I was really excited when Affiliate got announced. And then when I saw the requirements, I was kind of pissed. Because <laughs> they're so low. I feel like they set the bar yeah, so... Yeah, that needs work. I don't know. Like, that actually cuts out, I want to say, like, 75%? Oh, cut... Yeah, because the average stream is, is like, 0 to 1 viewers. Yeah. Yeah, it so cuts I, I out a big chunk of viewership. I get it economically, uh, which is the decision they made was an economic one. You know, it's big business; it's a corporation. What, what, but as the as the little streamer, uh, I was kind of hoping it would actually be affiliate is halfway to partner. That's what I was hoping mm -hmm. for. It's like okay, mm -hmm. you're getting now that we've changed partnership to like a hundred viewers, affiliate. You know, thirty forty every day. 30 hours or 20 hours a week part-time thing i don't know that's what i was hoping but that's it that's just me that's yeah just me. i mean the, the 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 very premise of it uh is less kind of a i mean it works as a stepping stone to partners because they get more re uh metrics based around your stream and your ability to incentivize subs and whatever else but the very basis is um it, it's it's literally just why shouldn't you be able to monetize like there's no reason for you to not be able to monetize your stream that's enough to skim out people that are trying to fraudulently do so so they can like fucking throw yeah. credit cards through the system and whatever else and just laugh it off but it's why shouldn't you be able to monetize your stream like there's no reason for you not to be able to do so and here are the tools to do so which I, I can I can appreciate yeah I can see where they're coming from that, but I kind of also agree with Faye. Um, 
to an extent. I wouldn't probably set it as 34. I'd probably send say between 10 and 20 because yeah, that's a community. Totally. Yeah, that that's 10 and 20 is a full-on community, and yeah, you could probably monetize that easily. No, so, you're not gonna make a living out of it, but well, I mean, going back to the whole you know argument between being entitled and feel and um, tossing out your opinion, um, I've completely forgot my thought track. <laughs> Well, you weren't entitled to that opinion, Chris. That's, uh... <laughs> That's good. Oh, I had a really good one too. And I literally, I was just watching the ghastly Mexican playing. Was it? Was it his beautiful face <laughs> distracting Mexican you? Playing Wolf Among Us, and I just thought, oh, cool. there we go. Um, I like it. Going back to the entitled and the opinion is, like you said, when people are, this is their livelihoods. I totally get that. For some people it is, but I think some people are trying to m make their livelihood on Twitch a little bit... It's very fine line because you can't rely on Twitch. You no. Can't. Some, I mean, big big streamers like Gassy Mexican, Dan's Game, they can. They can quite happily make their living off Twitch. Bear in mind, Twitch probably isn't going to be around forever. Bear that in mind. But there are some people who think they can. And they actually end up struggling and plummeting. Yep. And it's kind of like, uh, you're struggling. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> and I think that's when the, the whole line becomes very shattered. Yeah. Between tossing out your opinion and just bitching and moaning. It's like, but you've not taken the steps to make sure that you are in a financial... Uh, financial? Mm, financial... Somebody finish the word for me. Financial security by relying on Twitch. You can't rely on Twitch. If you're literally living off beans whilst trying to stream full-time, thinking you're going to make it on Twitch, no. Yeah. And then, obviously, when, when the viewership starts going down, because the stress they've got outside of Twitch is plummeting, making their streams plummet, they start bitching and moaning. It's like... Well, I, did. I did. Are you tossing out your opinion here? I mean, I'm not but... saying anyone... <laughs> I'm not saying anyone in particular, but you see that quite a lot. People try and go full-time, but they don't have the security to go full-time. Well, and then they'll complain on social media. That's what I did. Mm. But it did pay all the bills for a while. But you accepted that. That's the difference. Yeah. Like that's why yeah. you're like, on the side where you threw out your opinion. It's totally and me. You accepted it. You yeah. didn't bitch and moan. Yeah, you put a few I, tweets out that you were unhappy about it, but you know, at the end I'll of the day, you accepted it. You learned from it and you grew from it. Or at least who I thought were friends at the time anyways. <laughs> so But I'm mm. with you. With you. I, I just think I think there's uh, it's it's really interesting that uh, sometimes it's easy to get riled up and pissed off when somebody's whining, <laughs> but ultimately it just doesn't matter. Well, I mean, in the same, by the same merit, it's easier to get pissed off when someone else is whining, but at the same time, we're all subject to it at some point or other, really. We've all, we've all complained a bit. Uh, earlier. I'm, I'll raise my hands if I 
there are some things that actually instead of doing the thought process thing i'm like really okay no i'm sorry but you you just i'm, I'm tweeting you i'm subtweeting you well good subtweets are, are are the actual worst thing on the face of the earth i have only been subtweeted once that i know of and yes, um, oh, I've, I've and i tweet and i <laughs> i don't even know what that is I have no idea what that means. So basically, instead of atting someone and saying, you're a dick, going, oh, don't you just hate it when there's someone on Twitter that's a dick? <laughs> instead. Uh, it's just like the, the vaguest passive-aggressive bullshit. Passive-aggressive. I like Yeah. I've been subtweeted once, and my and so I subtweeted back, and I just posted a picture of a lamp and said, here's something for all that shade you're throwing. And that was yeah. it. That was, <laughs> that was my whole piece. Uh, you filthy Frank and anything for views, those guys, anytime people do that, they always reply with, fuck you. And then the person <laughs> will say something, and then they'll say, fuck you. And they'll say something, and it's just like, it's never ending. It's yeah. so entertaining, and it's so toxic and terrible all at the same time. But well, uh, that's kind of what the, built so the Empire on, really. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very entertaining, but it's, it's pretty bad. Well, cool. I think we've settled the fact that we're all dickheads and we all <laughs> moan and we all hate people that moan and we all hate ourselves for moaning and basically we just hate everything and you're all awful, awful as well. It was difficult. Awful was a very, very difficult word. It's catching from you. You, you were your fine financials. Fuck's sake. Sorry, Australia. Apologize. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. right. So let, let's uh, let's close that off there. Um, whilst we run through this little bit, chat. I need you to be on your best duty. Why was this week's episode six out of ten? Bring some names up for for me. Give me some suggestions of what we should call this podcast. But in the meanwhile, whilst we're waiting for those to come through. Uh, I'm going to go for you first, Faye. What are you doing this week? Let us know what your schedule is, where we can catch it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just, I was like yawning and stretching and yelling, and <laughs> I cut you off because I'm a bad friend. Oh. I'm sorry. What am I doing this week? Yep. What's your schedule uh, looking like? When you're doing it, and where, and who, what, and how? So last week I was going to start full-time streaming again, and my wife uh, started to go blind in her left eye. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> Shut the fuck up about your schedule. How is she? I meant to I meant to ask you at the start of the call, but you got on late. It's fine. It was cool. not as serious as the first doctor said. So basically, we were shitting our pants all over the place. Shitting our pants all over the place for days. And we go up there and get a bunch of tests done. And it's like, oh, she doesn't need surgery. It'll fix itself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fuck you! <laughs> well, so, well, that's better than the alternative. This week, uh, this week we'll start full time streaming again, uh, and by full time I mean at least twenty hours. You have my word. It's not full time. <laughs> I'm such a <laughs> minimum. No, but I'll be streaming Monday through Friday and uh, just having fun, not really worrying about too much else. I got too much drama in my life to try to be a professional streamer in any way, shape, or form anytime soon. But it'll be nice to like hang out with the community again and play some Dead by Daylight and play some Tummy Sticks and maybe take our pants off and start a new boy band. Maybe apologize to Australia. I don't know. It's gonna be a good week. If, if, good if, 
apologizing to different countries doesn't become your new gimmick, I'm going to be really upset. No. And, and, I'm going to um, buy you a globe, babe. Watch out for your Amazon Prime him a globe. I have 37 mediocre videos scheduled to release on YouTube next week. Fantastico. Oh. So, uh, what, what's the name on YouTube? Furious Fay. Furious Fay as well. Cool. Yeah. And do you have any times for Strimstrams for the next week, or are they just going to be as they uh, fall? I think I'm going to just be real casual. <laughs> it's going to be Monday through Friday. I'm going to start anywhere between 6 a.m. and 11 p.m. <laughs> Mountain standard. So make sure. Hours. So make sure to be on tent hooks the entire week to ensure yeah. that you catch it. It tells some real life drama. It gets a little better. Uh, mm -hmm. I won't have set schedule. It's just too stressful. But, Fair play. But streaming takes me away from that stress. As long as games? I don't have a schedule. Idea. Idea for games for the week. Any ideas? Uh, everything. Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Mario Maker. Uh, daddy dating simulator which is basically just me fucking trying Yourself. to read words for two hours gonna, <laughs> not gonna work but should be a fun week uh, a lot of content to create I've got a list of seven games one called Darkwood that I've really been enjoying Darkwood's pretty fun cool cool so it'll be a good week uh, also gonna try to do some skateboarding so if you want to see 60 pounds of overweight middle-aged man grind a handrail We'll go do that and maybe get banned I'm for sold. it. We'll find out. I mean, find uh, out EOS. I am sold. Uh, so that's twitch.tv forward slash Furious And Chris, what is your plan for the week? Um, for the bank holiday weekend, I'm actually taking some time off because uh, I'm over at um, going to be going to Notting Hill Carnival. So that should be fun. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, my normal stream time is usually uh, 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. because I work shifts. Uh, but next week is going to be morning streams, so starting probably about 8 or 9. Um, going to be short ones, but I'm going to be doing a lot of Dauntless. Uh, but when I get back into my normal regime, uh, I'm going to try out the Observer game. Um, that looks really fun. I, uh, I played some of that, and I just I didn't I don't I don't get I don't understand the I appeal. Don't, no, I don't. I don't understand what it's about, but I can. It's it's kind of like Fallout meets uh, what's that Soma game meets Prey meets. I'd say it's less Fallout. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely walking simulator and story-ish. You know, it's made by the same dude made Layers of Fear. Same thing, but different yeah. theme. Yeah. Same same base premise of a game, just different theme. Yeah. So, other than that, um, basically Dauntless, Observer, and uh, opening up my commissions again, because I've finished off um, a few clients' work. So, if anybody wants Twitch graphics, I'm going to be a sellout and just say, hit me up, yo. You know I do, I just have too much drama to compose a simple That's email. fine, so. babe. You don't have to worry about that. You know I'm going to be open for you forever. Oh, <laughs> warm in here, Jesus I just, Christ! I just realized Ed's like in the other room. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ed would probably want to be in on the action. It's fine. Probably, yeah. It would not surprise me. That's that's just standard. And um, wow, I've seen the 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 quality of the the 
tweet out. Uh, uh, the cast of commands in chat is quite impressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that's uh, that's twitch.tv forward slash agonized. Um, and then for myself, uh, I will be doing another one of these next week with some different looking people that will say a different set of words entirely and <laughs> potentially an additional pip this time round as well. How about that? Um, oh, there you go. And uh, even Faye has changed I'm his Kevin. appearance I'm... for the latter part of the stream. Just for you. Um, <laughs> other than that, just sporadic streams here, there and everywhere. I'm, I'm taking a bit of a mental health looking after self week this week for the most part, I think. Uh, or at least going to attempt to we'll see how it pans out uh, usually it pans out in the form of I try to do it for a day and then I get bored and yeah. <laughs> just shove it aside <laughs> and go oh, actually I'm going to do twice the work I was doing last week um, but we'll see, hopefully it goes well hopefully uh, I don't drive myself insane uh, so what was the um, uh, what are the choices for for the name of the, the episode this week Um 6010, I apologise, the country of Australia is a pretty strong competitor. Yeah. Um, also got 6 out of 10, we're sorry Australia, which I feel is quite nice. Blends two themes. Uh, 6 out of 10, entitlement for some, free jerseys for the others. Uh, 6 out of 10, don't cry for me, Australia. Or that's a whole lot of dick. Admit you wronged Australia, EA. Um, How about is that a dick in my mouth? That's really good. That's easy. <laughs> is that, or is Why that just Australia? Um, I don't know. I reckon I apologise. The country of Australia might have to be. I, 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 that was a strong theme throughout the entirety <laughs> of the show. Yeah, we're sorry. And the dicks were too, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to cordially apologise to Australia. She probably stuttered the Australia. Like, we're sorry, uh, uh, Australia. For being tired. <laughs> sorry, Australia, for not sleeping enough. <laughs> so, I think we're all with that. I think we'll, I think we'll stick with apologising to the entire country of Australia <laughs> for this week. That was brilliant. I'm I mean, if it's good enough for over, if, uh, good enough for Blizzard to do it. Then I think we should be, you know, man enough and and woman enough to apologise to the entirety of Australia as well. I think it's only fair. Um, so all that remains really is to thank you, lovely, lovely folks, for coming along to feast your eyeballs upon us, and also to thank the wonderful Furious Fay, the wonderful Agonised. Do go and follow those people up on social medias, on the the Twitters, on the Twitches. And any other places that you can hunt them down, preferably not their front door, but any other places are pretty <laughs> appropriate. And um, we'll be back next week for some more japery. Uh, thank you very much, guys, and uh, take care. Bye 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 bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>